Hello, Griffin. Hello, Tommy. Hello, everybody else. Thank you for listening to the Tandem Draft. If you are listening to this episode, a plethora of things have happened. Number one, <laughs> it is at least February 28th. Number two, this new recording software totally worked. Number three, you survived the great Chicago storms. And number yeah, four, first of all, first of all, you're welcome. Yes. Everyone. Yes. Because we are risking life risking and life. limb. Yeah. Risking life. And number four, you witnessed the greatest end to a NASCAR race of all time. Oh, yeah. It's up there. It's I've had I have thoughts, but yes, it was fa- unbelievable. Yeah, it was it was wild. It was absolutely wild. So, and I, I of everybody owe Atlanta Motor Speedway an apology. I I've been mad at it. I've been mad at it for a very long time. I'm still mad at it when it comes to Xfinity and trucks. But other than that, I am not mad at it anymore. Yeah, I th- I th- I think I think this is the kind of race we would have seen had the summer race last year gone the full distance and like even that was a really good race it just you know had a really flat ending because it barely made halfway i think but like this was the proving race to show that at least the cup series belongs on this configuration and it's great right yes so we are going to uncover all of it i don't super want to waste a lot of time talking about the trucks and xfinity because the races were terrible and Trucks was just a wreck fest. Xfinity was a wreck fest at the end, but Austin Hill did Austin Hill things. So we can talk about it a little bit, but yeah. So we might as well just start with it and get it out of the way. I hand up. I didn't even make it through the end of the Xfinity race because we were going out to dinner and I knew Mm -hmm. what the outcome was going to be anyways. But we should talk about Shane finishing in third because that was awesome. Yes. So yeah, like the only interesting part of the race was after like the last, like the last 10 laps when we had a caution, we had a fuel issue and people started dropping. We had all the Fords ran out of fuel at the exact same time, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, And that brought on the chaos of everybody running out of fuel on the restart, um, which took away the win from Jesse Love. because So Jesse Love has won the poll for both races. Well, every, okay, every Xfinity race he's ever ran. He's won stages. He's led so many laps, blah, 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 blah. He has nothing to show for it. But I think he crashed at Daytona and he ran out of gas right at the very end. And both races, Austin Hill has won. Yep. Which, I mean, we can't be surprised that Austin Hill won, but in neither race was he the dominant car. I mean, he was the fastest car at Daytona, bar none, but the dominant car has always been Jesse Love. And he, so far, has nothing to show for it. Um, but... I like the attitude. I like the team, the camaraderie between the two, because Austin Hill immediately said, this is not my race to win. This was Jesse's, which I think last year had Sheldon Creed been leading the race. He would have said, go to hell. Yeah, uh, he I won this yeah. race. You suck. Yeah. He, would not have, he would not have been so gracious to lose or gracious to win. Yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> we saw them working very well together with Daytona too. Yeah. So I think, I think anybody could have stepped in and Ben Austin Hill's teammate this year, and he would have loved them. Yeah, right, right. Just in comparison. Yes. Um, the I love that, pun intended, that Jesse Love, he, he's, won, he's been the dominant car and won both poles and everything, and he's still behind Rookie of the Year for sh- with Shane, who has run four pavement races before. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> four pavement oval races. Shane made, his team made the call to come in. 
And it was the right call because he ended up, I think, right behind Chandler Smith. So he finished. He was the second other cars that Austin Hill was the only car that stayed out on fuel and made it, which I don't know how he did it. I mean, I get he wasn't the leader, so he was saving fuel, but a bunch of people who were saving fuel did not make it. So, but Shane, right call. There's no way he was saving fuel to the. He doesn't have the same skill set in that regard as Austin Hill and all these guys do because, again, he's ran four oval races in his life on pavement, but a third place is unbelievable. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now we get to see what he can really do. Yeah. Because yeah, because now they're, they're racing in Vegas, a mile and a half track where you actually have to know how to drive the car and mm -hmm. Shane, and he knows how to drive a car. He knows how to drive a car. So I, yeah, I'm so excited to see Shane on Saturday. It's going to be awesome. Yes. Yeah. So I'm very excited for that race. But yes, congratulations, Austin Hill, two for two on the year. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. And uh, and, 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 the and truck Kyle race. Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Bush won the truck race. Yeah. Kyle Bush dominated uh, the truck race. Just absolutely yes. dominated the truck race. He was. Right. He, he was ran a, a lot all the way up. Yeah. He was. He was yeah. He was the only competent driver. Yeah. He was the running that. He was running the bottom by himself, and everybody else was using the draft, but he didn't need the draft because, like, he. I mean, he knew how to create runs for himself. He yeah, was no one just, else could. he was just absolutely dominant and he won which is not surprising at all. We should talk about though, while we're, while we're just on the topic of not cup Xfinity, the Hendrick boys announced all of the drivers that are going to be running the number 17 Xfinity car. And you pointed out a couple of favorites, but all four of the cup guys are going to be running in the 17 car at some point this season. Boris said is getting a shot in the 17 car for Hendrick at a, at a road course, right at Sonoma. Yeah. At, at Sonoma. He did have a shot at the Roval, but did not qualify. I think it was due to car issues. Obviously this is not the same Boris said as like 2003 to 2006. Right. Yeah. Was, yeah. But I know, you know, they've been great friends a long time, him and Rick Hendrick. So obviously he's going to have one of the best cars in the field and he's, he knows what he's doing and he's, he's been very fast at Sonoma before. So I'd like a respectable run out. If he gets a top 10, I'll be elated. Um, I don't know. I just like seeing Boris set at the track. So I just hope he makes the race. Yeah. Um, so we'll see about that, but, um, we, let's see what, well, speaking of Xfinity. Yep. We had a, some beef that I just found out about today. Please. Um, Jade, yeah, J.J. Yaley's crew chief tried to attack Kyle Weatherman on pit road, and he got suspended for it today. Incredible. So I don't know J.J. Yaley's crew is chief's that, name. Is that, was that the beef that somebody said that he hopes their pants are on? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he wanted Kyle Weatherman's pants to be on. I mean, I say so do I, <laughs> uh, personally. Yeah. Big pants guy. Yeah. Someone that is not a fan of pants, at least the pants he was wearing on Sunday, uh, Denny Hamlin, as he, for the first time in his racing career, peed his pants in his seat in the car. He is, he said he's never done that before, but uh, I'm sure he doesn't want to be wearing those pants again. Yeah. At least. I yeah. actually, I'm glad you said that because I did not hear that. So yes, this is pretty groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. We, uh, we he did say that Tyler Reddick does this every race, which man, I don't, you got to be real comfortable to be able to, I don't uh, think I could bring myself to do that i would be in super terrible pain the is, whole time is that a superstition I, thing because it's not super working he's only won like six races <laughs> i think he just gotta go he's just got a tiny bladder i don't know all right well, here's my question okay this is probably a question for the for my wife who's a medical professional but i don't know i don't know if she'd even i'll answer question. it for her. but like yeah 
is it feasible? Like, should these drivers be cathetered up? Well, you know, so they can <laughs> like, like, okay. Here's, I think that's here's, what the fire suit is supposed to be, isn't it? It's supposed to absorb it. So, so is it absorb it? Those I don't are know. like adult diapers. Why don't they wear adult diapers? I think that's what we should be doing. Okay, here's okay. So, drivers have to weigh in before the year to understand what their car should weigh in tech. This week, Cole Pern said the phrase is Cole Pern, former champion crew chief with Martin Truex Jr., tweeted three words that has been his first tweet in two years. He just said tungsten butt plug. And that'll that'll help you make weight. But I have a better idea. Okay. So in this NASCAR world, all the drivers have to wear their catheters and they weigh in with a full bag. So during the race, (laughs) you can pour it out on the track and then that'll help you, you know. There you, if go. you go. Yeah. To weigh down the car, whatever. Yeah. So if you don't go, you have the benefit of having a lighter car because you didn't use it. Right. Or no, 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 no. No, because it's inside of you. So if you do go, then you can empty it out onto the track, maybe yeah. get a caution this, for fluid. On this the track. idea just keeps getting better and better, quite honestly. Yeah. How how much how much does the average male's urine output weigh? Because I feel like it's worth a couple tenths. That's what these drivers are missing. If they're peeing their fire suit, it doesn't help them any. Then they're just, you know, uncomfortable. Is it, does it weigh way more it when it's out. out of the body as opposed to when it's in the body? I don't think that it, I don't think it changes mass, does it? Do you know uh, though? I, I, you know, so the quantum physics of human urine, there's gotta be some, I think if you were able to get it out of the car some way, I mean, we've had plenty of innovation. We got web gloves. We've got tungsten butt plugs. Imagine, I just think there needs to be a way. If if they did do that and they they just throw it out the window and then it hits the the car behind them, just splatters all over the windshield. I don't want to be driving behind Tyler Reddick. That's all I'm saying. But I think that's where that's what we need to do because that you'll lose weight during the race, so then you'll go faster. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like throwing stuff out of the car, and you know they. People had their roll bar full of like lead shot that they'd run out on the track. Peeing out the window has got to. Oh my god! Yeah, something something crashed. Oh. Definitely a break in happening right now. Oh, anyway, okay. oh, is it so like, was it like an outdoor sound? No, it was definitely inside. I ah, will live. Oh, um, all right. Yeah, we we have cats, so yes, that's right. Ryan's asleep. She's fine. I'm sure. I'm sure Winston was just sneezing or something. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my thinking. Uh, okay. I think we just need to get a way to get the get the pee out of the car, and then you go faster. Yeah, it's got to be worth a couple tenths. It has to be. I'm in. I'm in on the idea. Yeah. I think we should try. You know what? I will trial it in i racing. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Don't tell your wife. What? What? Why is the floor wet? Nothing. Nothing. Don't. Honey, sweat, blood, sweat, and tears. Yes. Um. Okay. That was great. Now let's now let's talk about the cup guys because there was drama leading into the race. Qualified, he qualified mm-hmm. second. His his kind of teammate Michael McDowell beat him out for the pole. His first pole in his career with five hundred something starts. It was the most poles or it was the most races ever raced without recording a pole and then recording a pole. So congratulations to Michael McDowell. He starts at first. Joey Logano was supposed to start in second. However, he got caught cheating, kind of. Well, no, definitely cheating. Yeah, for he sure cheating. He changed his gloves to where there was webbing in between his 
fingers. So when he put his, you'll see guys at these restrictor plate tracks, when they're qualifying, they'll stick their hand out the window to create a, a certain wind pattern to make their car go faster. So yeah, he, they just put it right up against the right. window. Yeah. So that way it's like flattens it out. kind of. Yeah. yeah. So he did that. However, there was webbing in between his fingers and that's, that's a no, no. So yeah, you cannot alter the safety equipment. Right. Yeah. It's so really, yeah. So he got, he got a penalty. Uh, mm-hmm. we we found out today that he had to pay $10,000 for this, but also he had to start in the back of the pack and do a go through pit road once. And mm-hmm. if you don't know this at Land Motor Speedway, the pit road is stupid. It starts at the entrance of turn three and you have to go all the way around to the entrance of turn one, basically. And that's, and that's it pit road. kind of, it's kind of like Martinsville, except if it's on a mile and a half track. Correct. Like, yes. Yeah. So, insane. so he was going to go down at least two laps. Yes. Green flag hits cars go around for lap one. Joey comes down pit road and then they crashed in the trioval yes. at, the, at the start finish line cautions out. And Joey basically got a freebie because he was, yeah, he gets to pass all those cars now. Yeah. yeah. And he was serving his penalty at caution speed. So he got, yes. so he didn't lose a lap at all. And then he got to pass all those cars. So uh, if anything, the, the penalty helped him that he had to come down. Yeah, he avoided all that. Because yeah. he would have been all up in the business of that if he had just had to start in the back. So now, yeah, with this penalty, like he obviously he altered safety equipment and did it to you to gain an advantage. Um, the truck race we went to at Talladega last year, Chandler Smith got a fine for not wearing a head sock during practice or during qualifying. And I think that was 15. I think that was more money. And they which, make way less money than the cup guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that doesn't yeah, make I don't, any sense at all. That's less money than he would have made. Do it. Cause he did a one shot deal on the 25 truck. That's less money than he yeah, ran. That's, than he, I'm sure. Yeah. That's than he was paid. I mean, I don't know the safety. I, I guess obviously not wearing a head sock is more of a safety concern because obviously the webbing of the gloves isn't going to catch your head on fire. But either way, I don't know. I expected a bigger penalty out of this because it's like a double jeopardy situation. I thought that they but, would even increase the, <laughs> increase the amount of the fine because it didn't hurt as bad as it was supposed to. Yeah, right. <laughs> they were going to be like, fine, if you want to go through pit road, 50 grand or something, you know, I don't, yeah. but he, um, yeah, they saved his butt. Because mm-hmm. he went down pit road. So then the race started. Well, and right then and there, I was like, oh, so it's just going to be a wreck fest. And yeah, then, I, so yeah, the, the two races the day before were two of like the worst races I'd ever seen. Like the truck race they was were horrible. pretty bland and the Xfinity race was awful. Like just single file the whole time. Nobody could do anything. The yeah. whole race. And I, I remember I told you, I told you before the cup race started that I'm glad we did not go down there for these races. Yes. yes. I said that yeah, you before were. the green flag drop. I was like, thank God we didn't make this trip. And then we witnessed probably one of the best races we've had in the last decade or so, because these guys, especially towards the end, three wide, they're wiggling around. They go four wide for a full lap and they're wiggling around. It was chaos. They were supposed to wreck a bajillion times and they never did. Like it was, it was insane. It was, it was some of the most professional racing that I've seen without wrecking in a very, very long time. It was so awesome. 
Right. So the night before I tweeted, new Atlanta sucks produces awful racing. Cause it did old takes. I, I thought, yeah, I thought right. Yeah. I, I'm here. I'm, I will, I'm going to admit it. Then I said that. So they didn't interview Shane after the race. But yeah, and so I said, no, nope, no two. Shane interview. Fox sucks. Terrible track. Good night. I was mad. I was really pissed. Uh, despite the fact that we had a car whose roof fell off, uh, no, they still, had that was probably the yeah. best thing about the truck race. A, ro- a roof came a off. A whole roof came off, boys and girls. Right. No fine. No penalty. But then we get, yes. So we wreck on lap two, and I'm thinking, well, yep, this is going to be another terrible race. We're yep. going to have 10 cars. It's going to be an, an absolute embarrassment. And we got a legendary race, like one of my favorite next-gen races I don't think it tops the 2022 Coke 600. I think that one was just absolutely insane. Yeah. This one was also insane in its own right, but obviously we're all going to remember the finish, but I think I'm going to, yeah, this race all the way through was so thrilling. The finish was incredible, but I think what I'm going to remember most is that just the lap of four wide behind the three wide for the lead and just guys just cutting each other off and somehow missing. Like I feel like if this, if those moves were at Daytona, everybody was going in the wall. But for whatever reason, they were like they were more cautious about it in Atlanta, but more aggressive yes. at the same time. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. But so, anyways, last lap, it comes down and they're coming into turn three. Kyle Bush wedges his way in between Ryan Blaney and Daniel Suarez. Mm-hmm. And so Blaney's on the bottom and then it's Bush and then it's Suarez up top and they go three wide out of turn four. They don't touch once. It is a, right. it is a true drag race. Who's got the faster run. And it was Suarez by literally an eyelash. It was so awesome. At this point, Griffin, myself and Griffin, Mr. Griffin's dad, also Mr. Tommy's uncle, we were basically standing on the couch like, oh my God, this is going to be awesome. Because right when yeah, we, right when Kyle Busch made it three wide in the middle of three and four, we were like, oh, here we go. <laughs> so like it was three wide, which was cool. And then we, and then the commentary, like we all realized, everyone realized at the same time, like right in turn four, it's like, oh wait, this isn't a, pa- they're going to stay like that. Like yeah. this is going to be the finish. Yeah. Like, it's not just going to be somebody's going to get ahead. Like, this is the end of the race. So we stood with our hands on our head, like then in for like another minute after yeah. the race. Yeah. Like, just in shock, in yeah. complete shock. Well, and, and, I, I, can't I, believe, and I, I can't believe it. Yes. And we crap on Fox a lot. But mm-hmm. the fact that they hit the line and Joy, Harvick and Boyer, nobody tried to say, oh, I think it's him. Or I Except Clint. Clint, Clint, did. Clint, did. Clint did. Clint said it was Blaney. Did he, he say it was Blaney? Okay, yes. I missed that. But like, yeah, there we were too busy. We yelled over it. Right. Okay. All right. For sure. I thought sure. nobody said it because I all I heard was Joy and Harvick saying, "I don't know. I don't know." Yeah. Yeah. And I loved that because previously we've had close finishes like at Daytona and the Martinsville one, and when Harvick beat Gordon in one in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted, like, was just trying to be the first one to say who won for whatever reason. It was like when Michael was trying to announce Phyllis and Bob Vance at their wedding. Oh, yeah. That's how they, <laughs> that's how they usually are with trying to announce the winner of a close race. I felt like they let this one breathe a long time. And they actually yeah. went, 
to NASCAR official radio to declare the winner, yes. which was very the race under review. Yeah, because um, that's what that's what we listened to when we were at Talladega, and we mm-hmm. were waiting for Bubba. We listened to the official NASCAR one, so it was cool. Yeah, I so co- yeah, coming off the line, I really I so I, of the three, I really wanted Suarez to win. I love I love Daniel Suarez, and it was so cool to see him, you know, get a win on an oval. Obviously, this is somebody that. So I said, or at least thought, I know I I vocalized that he's got to win races. He's got to win multiple races this year um, to keep himself at Trackhouse. And, you know, potentially, you know, if he's part of Trackhouse as a team, but not physically in the car, he's at the 71 or something. If he and Zane swap or something, he's going to win multiple races, make the playoffs and run strong. And this is a, hey, man, winning a Right, wrong, or a different, whichever track it is, it doesn't matter. He won. Yeah, great. Start. So that's got to help. Yeah, great start um, for him. And uh, this, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, yeah, this it said that this was like the most viral moment from NASCAR since the hail melon. Which yeah, I oh yeah, it. that makes sense. I like when people are talking about it. You know, yeah. I just want people to talk about NASCAR. We yeah, we talked to. I think we were trying to come up too with what <laughs> this, and you said it over here too before you left. You were like, that was the craziest thing since the hail melon and i was like yeah you're probably right it was awesome it was fantastic it was a great finish and anything that gives nascar the spotlight is great yeah so, so like i that race gave me a feeling like just a feeling of like just i was so excited like the whole time like i couldn't i kept watching the finish over again i just loved reading what people are saying about it like everybody was so positive so like i felt like this after this race i felt like this after ross's move at martinsville and i felt like this after the street race and yep. What team is responsible for all three of those things? Trackhouse, Trackhouse. What team? What team did I think in in 2020 when they announced this team? I'm like, well, it's just going to be another backmarker team. Poor Daniel Suarez that he's getting saddled with this. And this team, yeah. man, this team. Uno, they, oh my, Trackhouse. Just yeah. yeah, it's just it's it's very cool what they're doing, and also very quietly the Chevys are six for six this year. Yes, they are. Yeah. Never happened before. So they won both races for every series. Yeah. And how much have we heard about the Fords? We heard so much about the Fords going into both races. And then we heard so much about the Toyotas after the duels. And here's Chevy six for six. So, yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's the one team that didn't have everybody, all the the new body styles for the Toyotas and the Fords and everything. Nope. Chevy's just going to win all the races. Yeah. Historically, like, historically. Amazing. Yeah, I did. I didn't send you this. I don't think, but I did see it today that we had two Stuart Haas cars get disqualified. Get penalties. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Priest and and Gregson both got hit with. They had something loose, right? One of the like it a was a, a roof. A roof. It was so that was the so the the windshield bracket thing was what they were expecting to be the problem with the forty one truck because the roof came off, and that's what. The that's what got Kevin DQ'd at Talladega when we went. Ah, that's right. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. This time it was roof rails, and I don't I don't know exactly what those are. If they're the ones that are above the name rail, I don't know physically what the cars look like on that portion of the car anymore. If it's like the two sides of like above the passenger and the driver windows, I'm not sure. But something was out of spec, so it was just the 41 and the 10. It wasn't the 14 and the four. But 35 points, however much money, whatever. But that puts Noah Gregson at negative six points on the year. And you know what? Damn it. That makes me smile. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's helpful. It's helpful. So, yeah, you know, I I I I can't poo-poo on Noah Gregson too much now because they don't talk about him a lot because well, I mean, they talked about him when he wrecked on the second lap of the race. And then they didn't talk about him. A lot. They really didn't talk about him even he could, then. He could use some. <laughs> he could use some time not being talked about for a while. Yes, please. I feel please. like if I forget about him this year, and it makes get, it better. And yeah. then we get like ten races in the next year, and he starts popping up again. I'll be like, okay, there he is. I won't like. Yeah. Some of the hate will die down a little bit. I kind of was turning around on him. He he handled the Ty Gibbs situation like after Koi passed and everything. He handled that very well and yeah, was really cool did. about it. He did. And like that helped me a little bit. And then he stunk up the show in the 42 car, wrecked a bunch, and then did a really stupid, stupid thing yeah. on I, the internet. We also and saw him. was like, well, yeah. no, he's he hasn't changed. Yeah. We so. also saw him wreck in front of our eyes four times in the same corner. So that, yeah, that was yeah. nice. That was nice. Yeah, that was my favorite Noah Gregson moment. So, um, I'd like I I'd like that to yeah, but I'd like him to stop talking. And I mean, I I don't want anyone to be terrible. So I want him to be a good person. And then if he's a good person, I will like him again. I'm not rooting for him to be you know a little shitbird all the right. time. Yeah, but yeah, as long as he stops talking, that's great. And doesn't cut his hair stupid again. At least he's not winning all the time, so he doesn't have a bunch of people touting him as like the next big thing. Because I think, really yeah, him not stung. winning, him not winning <laughs> all the time is probably helping too. Like, yeah, and he's not gonna he because he's at a, he he's at a team that should not have four charges, right? Anymore. Yeah, you know <laughs> like, who also, you know who's also kind of going away a little bit is Ty Gibbs. He's kind of he's not winning all the races anymore either. So he's kind of he. I'm losing yeah. some of the luster on his hate too. Yeah, him and Joey Logano will be fighting, and you know what? I'm just rooting for both of them to keep, to keep fighting. So, oh, that would be lovely. They're fi- yeah, yeah. You know, we'll we'll live. I forgot about Ty Gibbs. Honestly, um, I don't rem- I don't know how he ran this weekend. I never saw him. That's weird. I completely forgot that that tra- that car was on the track. Yeah, didn't forget about Austin Sindrick though when he made a four wide pass for the lead and made that work. That was incredible. That, that was like the most badass thing I ever seen. <laughs> I would like um, to, and he was he was up towards the front at the five hundred too. He's a good restrictor yeah. plate racer. Hey, P three in points. He, another guy that yeah. another guy that's on the. I mean, I'd say on the hot seat, but he is. There you know, are a like lot of the guys. Son of the president. Yeah, there are a lot of there. There are a lot of drivers who we don't normally see at the top of the standings or at the top mm-hmm. of these races. They're going into the first mile and a half track with a lot of momentum. Like you mentioned, Cindric yes, has helps. a lot of momentum. Todd Gilliland, he was, oh, up, man. He's, yeah. he was up there both races and he's going into a, a mile and a half with some momentum. Like that's yeah. awesome. And Michael McDowell's doing incredible. He was in the playoffs last year, but nobody really yeah. nobody really talks about that team. And it's really cool to see that it's just another reason why this series as much as we complain about it is just better than watching an F1 race where we know the top <laughs> five every single week. Like there were more, is, there, yeah, everything there were more different. passes on track at Atlanta in that one 400 mile race, more green flag passes than there were in the 21st century of formula one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's it, you truly, truly do not know who's going to win going into every week because I, <laughs> 
Everybody talks that goes back to everybody was talking about the Fords. Everybody was talking about Toyotas. Chevy's yeah. six for six now. And we're going yeah. into Vegas and everybody's like, oh, well, that's Logano's check. What about Kyle Bush? What about Kyle Larson? Kyle Larson right. won it. Kyle Larson won it in the fall. William Byron won it in the spring. So Hendrick swept the year at Vegas. What? Right. Yeah. Like, and Todd Gilliland, again, like based off of like people are always like, he's going to get his first one this year. It's just kind of, it's just happening. He's led the most laps of the season, which is insane. Yep. He's, he's the next guy to get his first win. Like, will he do it before Ty Dillon or Ty Gibbs? I mean, like he's going to do it before Ty Dillon, but like he was a guy, like he's the first guy, just like the first second driver for FRM. Like McDowell has been their guy. And then they had like a rotation, like every year they had somebody new. He's been there for three years now and he's kind of been quietly there. You know, he's, he was out of the seat a couple races last year and had to race for a different team. And that like lit a fire under his ass and man, like, that team with Penske support, the team that won both championships in this car, they're already like super contenders for the win every week. Yeah. That's insane. And I love Todd Gilliland. He's hilarious. He's really tall. Him and Michael McDowell, very sturdy team, would make a great football pair. You know, I think <laughs> they had to do the pass kick or kick pass punt, punt pass kick challenge or whatever it is. Sorry. Go yeah. on. I'll never talk. Yeah, but I mean, but that being said, I mean, he would be a good, McDowell would be a good defensive player, but I mean, Suarez took him down that one time. That's true. And That's very yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, it leaves a I'm lot, so uh, happy. lot on the table. We yeah. didn't talk about Suarez enough. I am so happy for Daniel Suarez. He's so excited for Daniel Suarez. He's talk just about, such a likable. He's so likable. Thing. It was like when they talked to him after he won the race and then they talked to every other driver like all the different interviews, the first thing all of them said were how happy they were for Daniel. And that's just, yeah. you don't see that with every single driver. Like everybody loves Daniel Suarez. Everybody loves Ryan Blaney. Like they're guys that like people just gravitate to. And, mm-hmm. and always you hear like when they, they just support in. like, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Suarez is probably at the very top of that list because he is the mm-hmm. guy that maybe didn't meet the expectations of being the leader of a team Ross Chastain mm-hmm. comes in and challenges him a little bit and mm-hmm. he struggles to keep up with him. So when he gets a win like that, it's like, yeah, I'm just happy for him. Yeah. Everybody's rooting for yeah. the number 99 car. Whenever he wins, yeah. you see, did you see the lady in the stands who had been following him since the yeah, Mexico crying. series? Yeah. He's crying. Yes. That's just so yeah. cool. That was awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. I love, so I know what it's like to see, your favorite driver win a race, whether it's on TV, in person, whatever. We all know, we all know that feeling, and I want that feeling for people. Like, yeah, I want people to feel that because that's great. Like, yeah, it's very, I, cool. it's very cool. Yeah, and I know what it feels like when your favorite driver crashes in front of you, like when Alex Bowman yeah. crashed at Talladega and those people left. Yeah, like, yeah. I was sitting next to a Chase Elliott fan at Road America that bawled their eyes out when Tyler Reddick took the win for him, which I thought was it's hilarious. A, it's just but. such a gut punch. <laughs> I was at Atlanta one year when, when Jeff go, went out of the race, like yep. in the first 30 laps and you mm-hmm. just sit there and you're like, well, now what? Man, what am I <laughs> like, doing? Like now I have to sit like, here for the rest of this? <laughs> so, so I get it. At least when I go to the street race, I won't have that disappointment because I know Bubba's nowhere to the front. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah, there's that. At least I have that. Yeah. Like yeah. when I went to Road America, I'm like, I don't, it doesn't matter. Well, and also, <laughs> too, with the, race. also too, at the Chicago street race, at least you're like, well, I know I'm going to see somebody else wreck. So you got, yeah, to yeah that's true. Yeah. I do want to address the elephant in the room. Okay. Um, there's an that, elephant. Yes. Huh? 
So Bubba right now, fifth and point. He's third in points, fifth in points, whatever. It's a p- points don't matter. He's finished top 10 in both races. Only guy to do that. Both have been top fives. Okay. That's great. No yeah. one else has done that. Preface. Audio podcast. I can't grow a beard. I never could. I that being that. said, I am keeping, I am holding on to this until he falls off the rails. Because if I, if I shave and it's he doesn't fault. get a top five again, that's your on fault. me. Like it's your fault. And then I have to tell, then I have to tell my lovely wife. We'll see, see what happened. This yeah. is because I shaved. Well, Griff, as you know, I'm a full yeah. supporter in superstitious things. Yeah. So you have my full support. I think it looks great. And also, maybe if I figure out this new format, maybe we switch to being a video podcast. Who knows? Oh, yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, and then every and then I'll have to shave. Nah. Nah. Yeah. I've called this a manifestation of my depression at work, okay. and that gets people to stop talking to me, which is great. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Going through a little midlife crisis before 30. <laughs> if this is a midlife crisis, we're going we're going to have some problems. Yeah. <laughs> We, yeah, that's on what a, I'm shooting for. On a more delightful note, <laughs> our champion Ryan Blaney was in the lovely city of Chicago today. He visited yes, he a was. school on the west side, Chicago Public School, and then I uh, made a couple appearances on the news, I believe. But then he visited the Barstool Sports new headquarters, and mm-hmm. so I watch. I'm a I'm a Barstool Sports fan, and there's a show that I watch every day called The Yak. Where it's just them sitting around a half circle, just shooting the shit. Very funny. They do stupid things all the time. And he went on the show today. I don't know if you saw the clips or not, Griff, but mm-hmm. they do this thing called the Yak Challenge. And what it is, it's like an obstacle course that Barcel Big Cat invented, where they have to toss a, a bags toss into the, on the into the hole on the board mm-hmm. and then they got to mm-hmm. kick a soccer goal and then hit a home run with a <laughs> wiffle ball and then they have to knock a bo- a bottle of body armor off a table with a football and then they have to make a three-pointer on this side of the basketball court make a three-pointer on this side of the basketball court and then they have to come back to the booth and and answer 10 sporkles <laughs> So they've been doing this since about November because they got bored one day on the show. And then Big Cat was like, I'm going to make an obstacle course. And they've been doing it ever since. So anybody like what, NFL. What are the sporkles? What are the sporkles? Oh, it's, a, it's a random. It's a random one. Oh, it's just whatever time. quiz they pick. Okay. Correct. Yeah, it's random every time. <laughs> so they were bored one day and Barstool Big Cat was like, I'll be right back. And he goes and he makes this obstacle course. And he's like, okay, this is going to be our new thing. Every time a new person comes to the office, we're going to make them do this. So Ryan Blaney got to do it today, and he got the third best time. He was wearing boots. Amazing. He got the third best time. Every And so they were talking to him about NASCAR, and uh, after he left, they were like, he was the coolest guy ever, which he is because he's Ryan freaking Blaney. He's the best. I would love to hang out with Ryan Blaney. But yeah, so he got the third best time. Looked like he had a good time at the Barstool headquarters. He took the championship trophy, and there's a guy named Spider who's pretty short. And he was carrying yep. the trophy around. Hilarious. It was very fun. He could fit so, in. I follow, I follow Spider. Yeah, he could fit in the trophy. Yeah. So sure. there, yeah. So I found out today they've been they've been doing an advertisement for they do advertisements with NASCAR. They have for about a like two years now. They've they've had advertisements promoting each race mm-hmm. uh for a few months, but they're heavily promoting the uh, street race for Chicago because now Barstool headquarters is in Chicago, and it has me thinking that for one, 
they're definitely all going to be there. So they may have a booth or something going on. So I want to look for mm -hmm. that when we're there. But number two, they might sponsor a car. They have before. Get, yeah, they, they have, they have three or yeah. four times now, either Xfinity yeah. or in the Cup Series at Talladega once. They've mm -hmm. so they look for look for them in like the like Spire or somebody like that to jump on. Yeah, oh yeah, and, and that is a that is a Corey car. LaJoy sponsorship if I've ever seen one. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did AJ Allmendinger. He did the one bike car a couple times for them. I know, I know what De Benedetto did in the '95. Yes, De Benedetto. Yeah, he, that's who yeah, I, I think. It, had, like, the pizza, it wasn't the cheese on yeah, it and everything. It was De Benedetto. It wasn't Dinger. I'm yeah. sorry, but yeah. So look for like Spire Motorsports to give them a give them a nod and and have them sponsor the street race. I think that would be awesome. It'd be so cool. I would definitely get the T-shirt. Yeah, and hey, man, whatever promotes the sport. Like, oh yeah, I think that, I man. think Barstool getting in on NASCAR right now is so big for the sport because they have such yes. a big reach over every everything yeah. that they touch on like just goes straight skyrocket they're just they their business plan is they're good they're they're like all of the misfits of the world came together yes. at barstool sports and they created the biggest media company in the world so yeah. if they and then at the same time espn put the finish of the race as the number 10 play oh like Come on. Just basically number one for us. Cause yeah, never that's the word number 10. Are you what? Okay. First of all, most watched sport sporting event of the weekend, NASCAR race. Yep. What could have been more impressive than that? What nine things in your, in God knows Patrick Gaines overtime winner to beat his former team. Maybe. Yeah. Who'd he, who'd he ever beat? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 Well, and a draft real quick. Patrick King. Ugh. Patrick Kane came home and I was split between this and the race. Luckily when the finish of the race happened, it was the second intermission of the hockey game. So I didn't have to like dual watch or anything. Cause that was <laughs> bonkers. But uh, so former Blackhawk, Alex to ties the game to send it to overtime. And then mm -hmm. Patrick Kane, former three time Stanley cup winner for the Chicago Blackhawks won the game. And the Blackhawks fans gave him a standing ovation after they beat him. That yeah. like, hey. You gotta. It was awesome. Anyway, sorry, tangent. Let's talk Vegas. I love Vegas. I think Vegas is one yes. of the best tracks we have. It's wide. You have to manage the tires and you can run any line. Any line yeah, can be the fastest yeah. line at any given moment. Mile and a half other than Texas at on um, with this car are fantastic consistently. It. So it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great race. Yeah. And it should be it should be nice. It should be good racing for all three series too. Because the trucks run well. I hope there. so. Yeah. Trucks run well. Yeah. Xfinity, Xfinity is great everywhere. Xfinity, yeah. Xfinity so, is great yeah. everywhere. The trucks usually run well there. But the yeah, these cars, these next gen cars, they were made for this type of racing. So very exciting mm -hmm. stuff. I love Vegas. I think it's a great weekend. I would love to I would love to go to this race at some point. Oh yeah, that would be a fun could yeah. be pretty easy weekend to to create. I'm sure you could find something to do. <laughs> I don't like I, I you know until you said that I completely forgot about the gambling aspect. I just love this racetrack. I would love to see a race at this oh, yeah. racetrack, you know. So the Hendricks swept the weekend last year. The Fords usually run well there. We usually see a Blaney or a Logano in the hunt. Christopher mm -hmm. Bell almost got tracked down Kyle Arson last year. So Yeah, it was very close. Yeah, yeah. So it should be a good weekend of racing. Yeah, I think we're going to be Kyle Busch winning the truck race. Austin Hill is going to go three for three because he won this race last year. 
And then I think Chevrolet continues their dominance in the Cup Series as well. Yeah. Somehow, I don't yeah. know who though. Yeah, <laughs> I have no I, idea. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna say who I picked for the Daytona 500. I think Kyle Busch is gonna do it. I think. He's All right. Great yeah. Good. I'd support he's that. From isn't he from Vegas? So yes, he is. Might as well win a home race. Get the season. May started. as well. He's been up there. He's been up there both. Both, both he's days, the, so. he's the points leader. Yeah. He is the points leader. Yeah, so I'm gonna but, I'm gonna pick Kyle Busch. I'm probably not gonna pick him in our fantasy league because I accidentally picked him for the 500. Yeah, so I will, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. Even though I came away with the lead, didn't I? No, we're tied st- again. Ooh, yeah. So it's I, like a time. Yeah, so I'll probably pick somebody else in fantasy, but I'm I think I'm gonna root for the eight car tonight, this weekend. All right. Yeah. Not tonight. Uh, and then in the Winston Cup points, the only points that matter, Bubba Wallace is the points leader. No so shit. Just another. Just another reason for the old format to be brought back. Wow. For Christ's sakes. Wow. That's incredible <sighs> for him. All right. Any other final thoughts? I hope this works. This was a good episode, I feel like. So hopefully the, what I'm going to do works. Yeah. We survived. I think so far we've survived the weather. There we, I did go investigate the hail. It was whatever the fruit is that's bigger than a blueberry, but smaller than a strawberry. That's about what we were dealing with. Okay. I don't know what fruit that could be. I haven't, gone, blackberry? Out, I haven't gone outside yet, but it sounded torrential. It just yeah, the hail I, sounded torrential here. Like I've never heard hail like that before. Like I've been outside in hail and it sucks. Um, I've, but I've never heard, been like in the house and just heard it hail so hard. Like yeah. it was consistent. Like you hear a couple on occasion, but I wish that yeah. it were light <laughs> out. I, think we, I wish that it were light yeah. out because. They said that there might be like those, those, the water spouts and stuff in the, in the, in the lake. So I kind of would have liked to see that, but you know, can't, can't can't win them all. At least we're not dead yet. Yeah. I'd like to thank Taylor Swift for flying her jet all over the place, which has created (laughs) the carbon emissions that have set the the Illinois record for most worn, worn storms. You already have canes (laughs) after us. Now you want the Swifties to come after us. Yeah, who'd they ever be? We're never going to get this podcast to work if you keep going after the biggest companies in the world. Okay. okay. Who's, uh, next week, I'm going after the U.S. government. I, yeah. All right. I'm not going to stop. Okay. We, I, th- <laughs> I think we just got shut down. <laughs> yeah. No, we respect. Yeah. If we go after the Russian government, then. Then we're, we're getting, also going to shut. Then we're dying. Yeah. yeah we're we're going to yeah. mysteriously disappear. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Enjoy Vegas. And we'll do it again next week. Yep. Somebody respond to us on Twitter or Instagram and tell me how much your pee weighs. Thank you. <laughs>